previously on I'm Being Frank. The movie, the movie overall felt kind of, even though it was two hours long, it felt like it was a little fast-paced. Really? Yeah. Like, it didn't drag for me. It just seemed like, like, the moment the movie starts, you're just put into what kind of feels like a midway point of a movie. Okay. And I I know they cut a lot of stuff out. I'm sure there's a much longer version somewhere. Holy shit, I was right. Welcome back to I'm Being Frank. I am Frank. And today I'm talking about Justice League, or Zack Snyder's Justice League, which I somehow called four years ago. I had no clue it was going to lead to everything that has happened over the past four years to the Snyder Cut movement, to all the constant fighting online, to COVID. That would have been weird to predict back then. And yeah, we finally got to see the extended cut of Justice League. I am joined by... Nobody. I got my dog next to me. He is looking at me like, why are you talking at the computer, fat man? And a sleeping cat that's sleeping with her eyes open kind of creeping me out. I stayed up until 3 a.m. when this movie finally dropped on HBO Max. I was excited. I was going to just watch it all and then immediately record my thoughts. And an hour later, I was turning it off and going to bed. And like I said, if you go back and listen to episode 11, I talk about how fast-paced the theatrical cut was, how it felt like it was starting off halfway through a movie, and I was accurate as fuck on that, because clearly it took an hour and a half of movie in the Zack Snyder cut before we actually... Got any real movement. That first 90 or so minutes of this movie just dragged and dragged to give us very little information when it finally did. And But once it finally got to that point, the movie soared for like the next two hours. I fucking loved like almost every moment of it. But it took an hour and a half of character development. Like, it was a very slow burn. And I have nothing against character development. But you can't... That hour and a half of just to build up that, oh, when Superman died and he yelled his fucking last breaths or whatever, just sent out that shockwave that woke up all the mother boxes to go, hey, okay, now we can fuck around or whatever and while yes this movie was more fully formed in Snyder's vision with the four hour runtime, like I said hour and a half beginning of just dragging on to two hours of kind of fun like it just took me all day to watch this movie I would never be able to watch this movie in one sitting I really tried but what's very unique about this movie is afterwards I went back and I rewatched the theatrical version. And now knowing fully all the backstory, all the character stuff, blah, 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 blah. I enjoyed that theatrical version a little more just because of the information that I knew. 
But I don't know. My takeaway from both movies is that while the Snyder Cut is four hours long, it has just as much entertainment value as the Joss Whedon two-hour version. So really, it's do you want to spend two hours with this or four hours? That's what it's pretty much coming down to. While, yes, a lot of the visuals in the final third act are drastically different, there's, like... It's hard for me to put my finger on it, but I don't think people need to be blaming Joss Whedon for how the theatrical version turned out. He was hired to take over this movie to finish it, and... WB told him the movie had to be two hours, which I don't blame them for wanting a two-hour movie because it's a four-hour movie. My God, if it came out theatrically, well, yes, the hardcore fans would have loved it. I believe the hardcore fans would have loved the Joss Whedon one had they not known that Joss Whedon came on and did everything he did. It's just a weird, like, I don't know, maybe I'm just on Twitter too much. But, like, the fandom is more divided than ever. And, like, people just toxic. A lot, a lot of the Snyder Cut fanatics and stuff. I don't want to blame all of them because maybe I'm just seeing the few that are really toxic. But, like, it has been a brutal four years. Almost like we were living in our own little fandom nightmare scenario. to Where, like, everyone was just turning on each other and, like, well, yes, I'm sure the worst offenders and the most toxic people of that fandom were also the most vocal. There were also people kind of like me, like, I wanted to be like, yeah, you know what, I kind of do want to see Snyder's version. But I wasn't going to just post that out there because I didn't want to come off as being like one of those fanatics because I knew at the time there was no Snyder cut, so to speak, to release. I mean, yeah, they greenlit for Snyder to finish this movie, and he had to do reshoots. So who knows exactly what kind of version we would have had even that first time around. And I think people need to just kind of take that into account that even what we had now may not have been what would have got released had they let him finish his version four years ago. Snyder has gone through a lot professionally, personally, but he finally, like, it is satisfying knowing that he got to finish his version of Justice League. He got his closure, he got, he got what he needed. And last year when Snyder did his live watch of Man of Steel, I got up early, I got on his social media website that Vero whatever it was and I watched him watch the movie do his commentary pause the movie at sometimes bring out his giant binders of hand-drawn storyboards that he did himself and watching him watch his own movie and what he created he just had that look on him like he fucking loved every moment of it and that's when I I finally got what these movies were to Zack Snyder and, you know what, he got to be a kid and play with these toys, and this is what we saw. I mean, like, if you were a kid, like, when, not if, but when you were a kid, and you were playing with 
whatever action figures you had in your bedroom or in the sandbox or whatever. You're just there making up your own stories, playing with this toy box. And people weren't, like, coming in, judging you and saying, like, oh, why would you have that Ninja Turtle fight that Mario figure? That would never happen. Like, who cares? And this is what Snyder's movies are. It's, like, his version of playing in this sandbox. And this is what he did. And I can dig it, because, like, that's what he wanted to make. He made these movies, maybe not for anybody, but just for himself, because he got to. He did things, like... Oh, it's not an S on his chest. Like, he... And he dug into so much lore. Like, just talk, making Man of Steel. And now he got to put this out here. And I guess I support it. I may never watch it again. It was definitely an interesting watch. The Snyder Cut is still, in my opinion, and I'm a nobody, it's still flawed in ways to where... He really needs to find an editor that he can trust that can reel in a lot of the scenes. Like the Wonder Woman scene with like the kids and the hostages and the bomb. His scene is just really long. Lots of slow motion, which that's a Snyder trademark. I get it. But the Whedon version, it's a lot tighter. Like the scene itself is just a lot tighter. And you walk away no matter which version you watch, was the same. Well, that's not entirely true. And the theatrical version, she's not smashing people's heads in and blowing out the entire wall, possibly injuring civilians with debris. So, I get it. He got to make his R-rated Justice League by adding in all this CGI violence or whatever. You don't always need that. And yeah, I know people can say that, well, if you want to watch a PG-13 version, you have the theatrical cut. This cut is for, you know, the people that want to see all this. But Wonder Woman as a character, I don't really think she's a, I'm just going to fucking go in there and murder everybody. She's more of a stopping people. And I'm not going to go on that whole tangent of, oh, Batman doesn't kill people. Wonder Woman fucks people up. Like, she doesn't want to hurt anybody. She wants to give everyone a chance. And especially with One Woman 84. Yes, that movie didn't come out before Justice League came out well after, even though it takes place. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm kind of scatterbrained right now. But One Woman is a nurturer. She's not a violent person like that till she really needs to be. And yeah, there are hostages, but like she didn't need to just cave that guy's skull in. But again, like, even with her doing that, you're really not, you're not taking anything extra away from the scene. And I feel like a lot of Snyder stuff really needs to just bring in a tighter cut. Like I did with his Batman v Superman. I took his three-hour version and I turned it into, like, less than two hours. I even had, I think, the main fight of the movie at, like, a little over the hour mark. And I'm trying to keep this whole thing as spoiler-free as I can. But my my immediate takeaway was the first 90 or so minutes drags on. Then it has a great, fucking great two-hour stretch of just scene after scene. I'm like, and I'm loving it. I'm in there. This is what I'm here for. And then it's followed by 
like 20 or so minutes of absolutely nothing but sequel bait, which is a baller move for him to put in here. And for all we know, he has a deal to where he gets to continue making these movies anyway. But from the viewer point of view at this point in time, we don't know what's coming next. We have another Batman movie coming out with a new Batman. Um, We have a Black Adam movie, Shazam 2. We got no idea what the fuck is going on with Man of Steel. We're going to get Shazam 2 well before we get a Man of Steel 2, if we ever do. I mean, we do have the Suicide Squad coming out. And... Well, not coming out anytime soon. Eventually, whenever things can fucking come back. But we don't know where Zack Snyder is going to be in all this. We don't know if he's going to continue his series. So I don't know if the last 20 minutes of this movie is just setting us up for shit we're never going to get to see. But for all I know, I mean... Movie studios, they like money. This movie is clearly getting good reviews. Maybe they'll let him go back to making theatricals. Maybe he'll get to do a series next. I don't know. Nobody knows. And that's what really makes the final 20 minutes of this movie drag the fuck on. So in closing, you already know if you want to see this movie or not. I don't have to sell it to you or anybody you know. This movie is probably not going to turn people. And Justice League, the theatrical cut, while I still enjoyed the movie, it was still just... It's a superhero movie. It's pretty plain Jane at all this point. Snyder Cut didn't do anything too extra. Yeah, there is a lot more emotional stuff with Cyborg and really flushed out his character, which I do enjoy... But this entire movie, like a movie needs to be more like a freeway, a few exits here and there, but Snyder Cut is just an eight lane super highway trying to do entire movie arcs for every character in this one thing instead of doing, I'm not saying they should do what Marvel did with like slowly building everything up with individual movies. They can do their own thing, but... And, a fucking four-hour movie with, like, seven leads and you're all trying to do all this stuff. Like, when you cut over and look at the DC anime and movies, they don't bother all that. They just team up whoever with whoever. They have a quick introduction, if they even do that, and they just have them go to town and you're not missing a beat. But this movie, it spent way too much time just setting up to make the rest of the movie possible to where it really drags and... That's where I'm at with it. But I am happy that Snyder got to finish this movie his way. And face it, most of the people that caused the theatrical version to come out aren't even at WB anymore. That was just a bunch of executives that needed this movie to come out by a certain day to guarantee they get a certain bonus because a new company is coming in and taking over. And now those executives knew of their job was even going to be on the line, so they needed this movie to come out so they can make a few bucks. That's what it came down to. People 
like Joss Whedon, they have plenty of stuff that they need to get on for, for, you know, if the rumors are true of, like, stuff he does, how he treats people, that's fine. But the movie, the theatrical movie, wasn't his fault. You know, get on him for all this other shit. But the movie's not his fault. He was hired to make whatever amount of footage they had into a somewhat cohesive movie, and he did it on the cheap. And that's what we got. It's not his fault. He had a skill set. They utilized it. It's not his fault. He did everything he was supposed to do. But Snyder got to finish his vision, and that's important. So hats off to HBO for finally shutting up all those Snyder Cut hashtag people. Even though now all they want is the fucking Justice League Cut, or not Justice League Cut, Suicide Squad Cut, and to restore the Snyderverse. And it's a if you give a mousy cookie situation. Anyway, I I've been frank. <laughs>